what's going to be? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know what it is. This is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast. Hey, guys. It is December 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, 8th. And something big's happening tomorrow on December 9th. And that's why this guest is here today because brand new album coming out on December 9th, 2022. And <gasps> wait, it's right before the musical, like, shutdown musical industry shutdown is it a smart idea well i think so and we talk about it on this podcast and we talk about something else like the biggest tour of the freaking year oh yeah so before we jump into that i want to thank our sponsor for this podcast so first phoenix fitness guys you know that i keep myself in mosh pit shape so what does that mean you guys know that when I go in shows, I go to Mosh Pits, and I'm like, I must be in here all of the time. I must not stop. So I got to be in there. I got to be strong enough to withstand all those Mosh Pits, and I got to be able to be have you know the endurance to not leave and just be like, I still got this. Am I still trying to live like I'm 21? No, I'm just trying to live like I'm 20- 28 now. Shit! But I'm still trying to live like I can, and that's my fun thing to do, so I'm going to keep on doing it. And what do I do? I always hit the gym. I'm always lifting, doing a bunch of cardio, running like 10 miles or biking like 25 miles. I'm doing all that stuff like crazy. But I need to make sure I prepare and recover right as all that sort of Phoenix Fitness comes in to help keep me in mosh pit and shape. Oh, yeah. They have many different supplements to help you achieve your fitness goals or get in a mosh pit and shape like me. I recommend either their protein. There's plenty of different blends for you. If you're you know plant-based, collagen-style protein, I use their whey protein. And I'll use their stim-free pre-workout as well so go achieve your fitness goals and help get and you know get that support to get a mosh fit mosh pit shape like me yeah okay that was weird you know so here's what you're gonna do go to fnxfit.com link ship to the podcast and whatever you get use the code cpp20 to get 20 percent off your entire order that's cpp20 link ship to the podcast thank you fnx fitness now time for our feature presentation thousand below is releasing their brand new album health finds you everywhere on december 9th I actually wanted to get a thousand below or a thousand below on the podcast back in like 2020, but I got a no, it might have been too small at that point. But that was like 260 episodes ago. Now, yeah, we are still rolling with it at episode 361, and thousand below is on the podcast with us. So on this episode, we get to talk to James about what it's like to be on tour with the, uh, Bad Omens, Day Seeker, and make them suffer in the Concrete Jungle tour. We get to go into Hell Finds You Everywhere, which includes um production from Noah Sebastian of Bad Omens. It has a song featuring Noah Sebastian featuring our friend Matt Flood from Caskets. And the final song in the record, All I Have Left to Give, James calls the quintessential Thousand Below song. And we also talk about, again, why this album being released on December 9th actually makes a lot of sense for these guys and makes a strong case as to this could be one of the best albums of the year and be in the minds for people going into 2023. So sit back, relax, get your popcorn ready. Let's welcome James from Thousand Below the Corporate Crush Podcast. Are you ready? Let's go! Yeah! Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast. I remember trying to bring this band to the podcast like two years ago, but I don't know what happened. I was probably a little bit too small back then, but now it's two <laughs> years later, and boom, we are right here at it again. This band is currently on a tour through the Concrete Jungle with Bad Omens, Dayseeker, and Make Them Suffer. And if you know anything about that tour right now, I mean, the whole entire thing sold out before the thing even got started, so you know this is a massive thing. And the band is coming out with their brand new album, the third album they've ever released, Hell Finds You Everywhere, on December 9th, and... You know, let's just talk all about it. So please welcome James from Thousand Below the Podcast. So James, welcome to the Core Progression Podcast. What is up, my man? 
Man, everything is going well. <laughs> how is everything going in your world as you're still like you're doing this literally on the road? So once yeah, again, thank yeah. you. But how has everything going on this tour, man? Because it's huge. Like it's gigantic. Um, As of today, everything's very good. Uh, We did all get sick last week. We got the flu. So that literally was the worst thing in the entire world. But I've kind of bounced back. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing good. The tour is obviously slamming. Bad Omens is the biggest band in the entire world. And <laughs> and it's just like, um, you know, we're playing to a massive crowd that is like very excited to be in the room every night. The energy is just, I don't know, it, it's it's crazy. It's nuts. And that's kind of what I was hoping to hear and what I was expecting to hear too. Just seeing what other people have said about the tour on top of that. Just, yeah, you have Bad Omens who is just absolutely killing it right now with everything they've done yeah. in 2022. You have Dayseeker, which put out an album right at the beginning of the tour. So that's another mm-hmm. huge draw. Make Them Suffer coming over from Australia to add to it. And then you guys opening on it as well. It's just, I just remember when the whole entire announcement dropped. It was, yeah, this tour very well might sell out everywhere. So if you <laughs> if you want to get your ticket, you had to get it like, literally at the moment you saw it otherwise you might have been screwed yeah there's a lot of people it's, it's kind of funny like um it, when everything got announced like most of the people at these shows like have never heard of our band it's like all the people that did want to come see us just did not expect that to happen i guess they didn't expect the whole thing to sell out that fast and so there's like it's like we're not even playing to anyone that like knows about our band it's it's which is great it's fucking awesome obviously like it's just promotion and exposure all the good stuff but uh actually last last night there was like a like a chunk of people like thousand below people uh in like the pit that were was like very evidently excited for us but um there's been a lot of nights where it's just been like everyone in the crowd you can tell like no one knows who we are which is again amazing like it's good stuff so. Yeah, because it, it gives you a wide open opportunity to just show off the band and show off who you guys are to a brand new crop of people, to a sold out room every single night. And of course, we know what Bad Omens is going to bring to the table. Yeah. We know what Day Seeker is <laughs> going to bring to the table. We know Meg Them Suffer is going to go absolutely bonkers heavy and make that energy go through the roof. So you guys get to open that whole entire thing up and get everyone amped yeah. up and ready for it and start the show off on such a strong note. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Which again, like sometimes that is tough, you know, like when people are... Because with these shows being this big and like Bad Owens being on like big band pop star status, you know, they have that whole like fans waiting outside in line for like four hours before the show. People are there for VIP. So a lot of times like when people get in there, they're like, you can kind of tell like the first like few hundred people in the venue, they're kind of spent. Like they've been waiting all day. Like the past few days, it's been ice fucking cold outside and you can see people there outside in like blankets and stuff waiting to be like the first people in the show, which is just like it's insane to me you know what i mean just seeing that um but obviously like you know those bands are that big they're pulling that type of crowd it's just like um but yeah but there's been a couple nights where like the second we went on stage it was just like bang energy pops but sometimes it takes a couple songs to get them going get them moving you know yeah but the fact that you have that awareness of that so that when no matter what style the show is going to be whether it's you know you start out there and the energy is right there or you start out and you need to build up that energy during your set you already yeah. have that aware and you have that idea of what you need to do so that by the time your set is over everyone's still amped up for the rest of the show but everyone's thinking damn you listen to more thousand below after this holy shit <laughs> yeah no we have, we have like uh this is something that like like i don't always pay attention to this on tour because obviously like social media metrics isn't like a hundred percent indicative of how your band is doing or whatever but I can literally like every show that we play on the store, I can like go on our Instagram and just like pop it open and see like a hundred plus people follow us on Instagram, like 30 minutes after we play, you know, that's like, that means those are people that were in the room. And that that's like an insane number. You know what I mean? Like, obviously like you can go play a show, usually, you know, play like 500 people or something, a handful of people already know who you are. Some people are 
already connected and then you know even you know what's the number of like conversion of like a fan that actually is going to like consume your media content and pay attention to the stuff they're putting out but just yeah some some of the shows like we'll i'll pop up on instagram we play 6 30 every night um some nights just push back to like 6 45 or 7 or whatever but i'll like check our band's instagram at like 8 30 and just see like a hundred plus new followers i'm like cool that's like a hundred people that either like found out about thousand below tonight or at least we're reminded enough to the point or sold enough to the point to be like, God damn, I'm, I want updates on this and plot their phone. And you know what I mean? Like, and not of saying like every Instagram follower is someone who's going to buy a record, but it's at least someone who's going to be reminded that you exist every time you post something. So. Yeah. And when they, when they see those posts pop up again from you guys, they're going to be reminded of them seeing you at that show. They remind you of like, you know, the concrete jungle tour. And there's going to be something that clicks in there. So all of a sudden when the new album drops, like, Oh shoot, you know, they dropped a new album. Now I want to go listen to it because I want to see what else they put out there and just see what else comes out there. But the thing that stands out the most when you're saying like, it's an average of, you know, a hundred extra followers within the last 30 minutes or within 30 minutes of you guys ending your set. Yeah. That is insane because, you know, these rooms that they're that you guys are playing, I mean, you're packing what maybe like anywhere between eight to eight hundred, like fifteen hundred people in these rooms. So yeah, and bad omens is also percent a good pop, portion of the bad time. O- bad omens is like doing a really cool favor for us of being like you know, not uh the, not every band in the industry that headlines and does like a big thing like this does this. And I'm not saying it's like hundred percent like every band should do this because obviously there's schedules and whatnot, but they've made it a point to have the doors open an hour before we play every night, no matter what, as like a homie favor, which is the nicest thing that any band has ever done for us. Um, so we are like playing to like, like there has not been a night that we played for less than a thousand people. Like it's, it's, uh, you know, and again, we're playing at six 30 like that, but that's a testament to a, they're just really fucking cool for doing that for us. And B the people that are coming to these shows are just like really want to be there. So they're there early, which obviously we get to benefit like heavily from that. So, <laughs> Oh, absolutely. That is a gigantic thing because if you're giving people an extra, you know, cause normally it's like what, 30 minutes that they, open yeah, up that, that, that's on. the standard. And sometimes it's even, they'll say like, all right, doors 30 minutes before where, you know, cause we, we, you know, we're, we're a small band still. Like we've opened a million different things. And a lot of times 30 minutes we're like, Oh, that's amazing. And as soon as they say 30 minutes and then the venue like lags, and it ends up being like 17 minutes or something you know and we're just like cool then you're only playing to like a chunk of the people which is fine you know like and playing to anyone is is like awesome but dude, we're playing to like i don't know you can like go you can like go on like the internet and just like look at pictures of us playing on this tour and it's just there's just a sea of human beings every fucking night it's very cool yeah, I was messing around a little bit earlier today, just kind of checking some things out, checking some of the photos you guys have had online from this tour. And it looks like with you guys playing at 630, it looks like you guys are playing a headlining set to over a thousand yeah, people yeah, in no, those photos, nuts. which is nuts. It's like, um, it's 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 crazy, man. Like, I we, we knew this tour was going to be big. We also were pretty sure that, like, if not most or if not all of them, then at least most of the dates were going to sell up. We thought it would be like the day of type sellouts. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't know it was going to be just like. I think it was like a month before the tour even started the whole thing was just x'd out and there was like i don't know it's, it's, it's weird man it's trippy yeah because it wasn't just that either it was like there were added dates or there were dates where the venue got upgraded like for me yeah. in my hometown milwaukee because like for the rave they were putting them in the they're gonna have you guys in the lower level but because so many tickets were sold and the man was selling, they're like okay we're moving you guys to the middle level and then that yeah. one sold out it's just like how well um, <laughs> how, how many how many people fit this fits into the rave um, in the middle section, it'll probably be anywhere between a thousand and twelve hundred. Okay, cool. Fuck yeah. So you, you guys will be playing to a good crowd. Trust me on yeah, that. I'm excited. It'll be sick.
And when you and when you see that pit open up, if you see some crazy dude in the middle of the pit wearing a Milwaukee Brewers hat, I can guarantee you that's, that's me. you. All right, like <laughs> monkey Myers field. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. So another question around the tour is when it came again on the tour, how did that all happen? Because I do remember before the pandemic hit, I had a ticket for you guys playing with Bad Omens at a small venue here in Milwaukee. It was like the yeah. first ticket that for me that got canceled because yeah. of the pandemic. I held on that thing for two years before I got yeah. it. I'm like, this thing might still happen, but it's still happening at some point, but just yeah. on a much grander scale. Thanks. That was the killed and born again tour back in like 2019 or something like that. It was really <laughs> crazy. Um, it's also interesting to see that like, so that was the tour that we were on when the pandemic started, like whenever the whole world shut down and just seeing like back then, like, you know, that was like Bad Omens selling out like 400, 500, 600 cap rooms. And now it's like four times bigger than that. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's sick. It's it's pretty tight. It's awesome to see. Cause I, I think the room that you guys are supposed to play in here in Milwaukee was like a 250 cap room. And now it's like 1200, 1250 cap room. Literally, you know, yeah. it grew by five times in the span of two years at a pandemic worth. But woo. <laughs> damn yeah i also think it's like the perfect storm of bands too within like just in this type of scene or whatever like you know bad omens and day seeker those are two of the bigger upper echelon bands in this world of like i'll say it i don't even know like post hardcore is the world like there's the word like softer like sad emo rock type you know like shit like that and i feel like we fit into that as well and then make them suffer is like the obviously like the heavy band on the tour and like the um international thing to add on there to make it extra shiny and then like whatever whatever little like hole left of like the show not being 100 uh sold out i guess we're like drawing a you know a little sprinkle of people in <laughs> there as well you know like I, I, you know we're, we're pulling something not obviously we're not the reason why this thing is <laughs> selling out bad opens in daisy Grad. like do you can see day seekers last headliner thing they they sold out the whole thing i think those were like 800 cap mm-hmm. rooms or something like that like uh and obviously this thing is massive so it's just the perfect storm of like the right bands with you know albums coming out and the right stuff going on the right theme the right fans i don't know it's just it's just good shit dude it's it's good shit and it's another thing that is more positive especially for the rock and metal scene when we have bands that are starting to like going on these tours that are relatively newer in terms of you know they haven't been around for you know 10 plus years at this point or as yeah. well known for 10 plus years like you're seeing now with this bad omens so you're seeing the whole entire thing sell out and bad omens is only on their third album with their debut coming out in 2016 you yeah. got day seekers had five albums and now they're look at what they're doing uh yeah. Lorna Shore once will ramos came into the fold i mean for a deathcore band selling out this stuff and look at what spirit box is doing off of one album it's just mm-hmm. It's fantastic to see now this like new crop of, you know, bands that haven't been around for very long, really starting to get a lot more recognition and have this new wave of, you know, rock and metal that's going to be coming up. That's going to be much more popular in the mainstream than what had been or, you know, constantly resting on the laurels of, you know, the early to mid 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, every every band has their own like trajectory of things. Some people, it pops quicker. Some people, it pops longer. Like like Dayseeker, they've been grinding at this for, for, dude, I did my first tour ever with (laughs) Dayseeker, you know what I mean? In like my old band. So like seeing, it was their headliner. It was like their, I can't remember what the album was called, but it was just like a, you know, like a very small, like not a lot of people type thing. Um, And then just seeing it now, like those guys earned it for sure. Everyone, everyone on this tour has earned like what they got going on for them. And obviously some people get it quicker than others, just given like, you know, the right label support or whatever. I think, I think Bad Omens was a band that like kind of was started with help from Sumerian Records at the start. I think it was one of those like um, 
people like people say like oh like industry plant or factory bands or whatever i think it's totally fine that like a label helps develop the project like i said our band was the same way like we we didn't have a band name when rise signed us like we, we were like a the label helped us like create the band from the ground up type of thing um we we had like our members and stuff like that whatnot and obviously like the funding is different and the plan is different but um to my knowledge i think sumerian records was like very integrated with starting bad omens so there was like a uh connected thing there See, that's very interesting to hear but at the same point in time it's not the worst thing to hear in the world either because yeah it doesn't put them as an industry plan it just it's just like okay there was a label that they got connected with that they signed to and that label believed in them enough and believed in them so heavily where it's we have something here so let's do what we can to put you in that position to be as good as you possibly can yeah and I mean, if the talent, no, I think it's there, genius. It's not <laughs> I, I think it's, and obviously, look at like the product that comes out. You know what I mean? Like, like think of like the product there is just ten times better than like a bunch of people starting a local band and trying to like figure it out over the course of like five to ten years, or whatever. Like, dude, just skip that whole step and like help them do it. And obviously, like if you have the right guys in a band or whatever, you know, like people that have like the image and have the mindset and the work ethic, like that's going to add to, it was the perfect storm, but yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, all the bands are sick. Um, they're awesome. I honestly hadn't even really like heard a make them suffer song before. I don't really listen to heavy music. Honestly, okay. like I don't listen to like any like screamo stuff or anything like that, but I, I hadn't heard a make them suffer song before the tour, but like, I remember it was like night one and they walked on stage and I was like, damn. <laughs> so I don't know. They're, they're slamming also. And I, I don't know how long they've been around, but I, th- I think they're a little bit, older than us i'm pretty sure i think they're like um like early 30s or something like that but they're just still very like you know like in shape alive like taking good care of themselves and just like crushing it every night and putting on a very very good show so um and and you can see they're also drawing like a fuck ton of people to these shows also again it's the perfect like perfect line yeah. <laughs> it, it's the perfect blend where you have some of the more of those like this like kind of like the softer side of things soft rock some of the emo some of the parse hardcore stuff really drawn in yeah. from day seeker you have that heavy stuff coming in from make them suffer and bad omens just that massive yeah. it was a much bigger band that can collect every bit of it and you yep. guys open it up have the chance to collect all of that as well yeah. and bring in some of your more some of your fans as well on top of yeah. that to really create more of that you know full arching thing where everyone's going to these shows and everyone's having a blast every step of the way where, I mean, you're not, you're, you're getting, you're getting just absolutely great music every step of the way. Yeah. Every band, you're not missing out. And and you can see it too. Like I'll, I'll go like, you know, at the end of the night, like kind of just go on Twitter or whatever, Instagram and see like, Oh, like what shit do we get tagged in? Like, how are people feeling about the show? Like, dude, they're, I'm, we're getting tagged and stuff. That's people just being like, this show is like the highlight of my month. Like I'm so excited. Like people that are just like frothing for this day to come up. And then like at the end of the night being like, you know, not just being like, Oh, like only these two bands were good. Or like, Oh, this band was great time. People are just like, this was the perfect concert, like start to finish. Like from the second the music started, and we're like, cool. We're like a part of this entertainment, you know, like it feels good. It's sick. It's fucking. Oh, it absolutely has to. And at this point in the tour, I got to ask this question. What has been yeah. your favorite memory or favorite part of the tour up to this point so far? Um, I mean, okay. So last night was the first like fun night we had where everyone actually like went out and partied together, like all the bands and whatnot. I, for whatever reason, it took us until like tonight to actually, I think it's just like, it's such a serious, like big production that everyone is like, obviously wants to just play it safe and not rage and take care of themselves and whatnot. But last night we all went out together 
um, there's like this hilariously awful karaoke bar in Denver that uh, we always go to after we play. And we just told everyone to go, or excuse me, whenever we play in Denver, we go there and we told everyone to go there and they did. And that was sick. Um, but my favorite moment was probably in terms of just like shenanigans or whatever. Um, our drummer got just absolutely plastered drunk the other night and he was asleep in the main bench and we were like just barreling down the highway and we slid the van door open, like going down the highway, turn off all the lights and we all just like started screaming, which going, ah! And he like woke up like to the door wide open going 80 miles an hour down the freeway. And he just was so hammered and didn't know what was going on. He freaked out and it was, it was great. It was sick. But uh, (laughs) yeah, short of that last night was nuts. Everyone just got like obliterated and was just doing like God awful karaoke and just like, you know, outside the bar drunk, like throwing snowballs at each other. And just, it was, it was chaos. It was a lot. But those are the moments that, you know, you're going to look back on this tour and that's going to be like one of those things that you remember absolutely to the like most yeah. perfect spot that you can oh, wear. That's that's, just, that's my that's favorite thing. That's why I'm here, man. Like, <laughs> I love I love that stuff. Just like digging around. I don't know. Yeah, James goes on tour just so that he can do bad karaoke and throw Literally. snowballs at people. Yeah, I'm just here, I'm just here for like the the shenanigans. Like, <laughs> well, sure. I mean, because you guys are about halfway through this at the recording this episode, so by yeah. the end of it, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some other shenanigans that happen, <laughs> especially as you get towards the end of it. Where usually I know from like from bands I've talked to, like the ends of those tours, that's when usually like some of those shenanigans yeah. get really going because the comfort levels there, everyone knows what they're doing. Yeah, there's uh there's two days in New York City, and those days where you get to like leave your gear in the venue so there's no like early load in you know like those are the nights where everyone's just like fuck yeah we're gonna like get weird <laughs> i don't know i'm excited it's gonna oh be god sick. i'm pr- pretty sure there might be some random like uh article on like loudwire occurring it's like what happened on the bad omens tour after the first night of the new york show it's just gonna be this yeah. random scenario of all four of your all four of the bands yeah. going out just doing everyone's just like stuff. corpsed out in fucking new york city somewhere passed out on the floor i don't know i'll probably be in one of those pictures but we'll see <laughs> well we'll see what happens if if it is i'm just gonna look and go ah ah it happened. Yeah, it happened. He warned me. <laughs> it's not he warned me. I'm just going to be like, it happened. I can't believe it. It actually yeah. happened. This is cool. Yeah, New York City is going to do us dirty. But uh, until then, I don't even know how many days that is. Maybe like a week and a half or something. Two if, weeks. I don't know. I was like, so I'm, if I remember correctly, I know it's in December. I'm not sure if it's like the first weekend of December or if it's closer yeah. to like when you guys actually release the album. Yeah, I try not to look too far ahead in the schedule, especially with long tours. It's just really like. Tour is awesome, but man, like being away from home for like seven weeks, it's like, fuck, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, but hey, you'll be home for the uh, holidays at least. So at least, yeah, you got yeah. Nah, yeah, the, the holidays will, Christmas will be lit. It'll be nice to just come home and have like instant Christmas vibes. But yeah. Oh, it'll, it'll definitely be nice. I do want to jump into the album, though, as well, sure. because, of course, we have the brand new album, Hell Finds Over, coming out on December 9th. Yeah, You've got yeah. three singles out for it right now, and I was looking through the track list, and, of course, I looked at the title track and seen that it was featuring Noah Sebastian yeah, of Bad Omens, and yeah. that was like, oh, that's damn cool. But then yeah. I kept going through it, and I got really excited to see that. I got to make sure I get the name of the track right. Yeah. Next time around, featuring Matt Flood from Caskets, yeah. I was just like, uh yeah. <laughs> that might be my favorite song on the record even without seeing it because caskets yeah. i love those guys so yeah when it came to this record uh, first off with both of these features with noah and matt how did these mm-hmm. things come together how'd you get these guys on these tracks well noah's just like our friend like he's like uh since the killed and born again tour we've been like pretty good friends like on like a personal basis for bad omens um our bass player works in their crew now um jb like works as like a like regular day-to-day like like a like 
salaried member of their crew so he's you know obviously very tight in there and um so the album we we did it like in three parts we did most of it at home like ourselves and then um some of it we did with this guy named zach jones so he produces like a bunch of stuff for people now and then some of it we did actually at noah's studio noah has a studio in la and uh so like that song yeah oh yeah that was one of the songs wait did i do that one no no so that was actually one of the songs we didn't do at his studio um i that was one of the ones we did uh vocals at my house like i i had i have like a really nice vocal rig set up at home and i produced myself um but uh but yeah so that that was actually a song that i did do at home but some of the songs we did do at noah's studio like uh shade the song shade and clockwork enemy i did vocals for those at Noah's place and Noah was like really integral in like building the soundscape of like, you know, vocal layers and harmonies for those songs. It's, uh, and they sound like unique. You can like tell you like what those songs are, they kind of stick out a little bit in like all oh, this, you can tell like someone new worked on this. Um, but yeah, we, I just like had that, like a chunk open in that song. And, um, you know, I was like, just like popped up in the studio and I was like, Noah, do you want to do this? And he was like, yeah, he's like, that'd be <laughs> sick. And I didn't, I didn't realize this actually. Like I, this was something I didn't even know until like two weeks ago. He's never done a feature before. Like this is his first like feature he's ever done for a band with ba- like ba- while being in bad omens, which is fucking pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, that song's sick. Hell find the title track, title track, hell finds you everywhere. It's, it's, and, and um, next time around with Matt, it we did, uh, it was supposed to be a full Europe tour with them, but uh, the Europe section got canceled because of COVID and the UK was still open. So we did, it was Normandy, us in caskets, and uh, we became friends with them via that. And, and then it turned out like it was one of those things where we pulled up on the tour and we just assumed like only Normandy had vaguely heard, heard of who we are, just enough to like bring us out. Um, but it turned out caskets was like pretty into our band they were like yo you guys are sick. and we were like wow okay cool um, and they're really talented guys they have like so much like good music they're really they just you know crush live every night and we became buddies with them and that was another one of those songs where it's like sometimes i'll be writing a song and i'll just kind of like i'll just be like this is a song i want to feature on like like i'll have that in my head from like the start of it and i'll like leave a chunk open for with that thought in mind of being like yo it'd be cool to have someone on this i know not everyone's like that some people will actually like do a whole song and then when they want to have a feature they'll like delete their part and make a part open i will like leave shit open with people in mind um but i hit him up about it and was like yo do you want to do this and uh and matt was like yeah i'm down obviously he has to do that like remotely because he's from the uk and then the noah feature that was you know noah has his own studio um yeah uh both of those songs are sick <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to both of those. I did not know yeah. that this was Noah's first like actual vocal feature on yeah. songs. He's been in Bad yeah. Omens. That's especially with just again the rise that they've been going on. But not only that, but yeah. just the connection that you guys have with them being so closely connected. It's kind of like the perfect storm. And when people are gonna get their hands on this song, like that's gonna it's it's a massive draw to it. Where it's like, oh shit, we got to check this out. But the yeah. fact that you already are working with these songs and when you're writing them, you have these features in mind. You're not just like throwing them in there as an afterthought. Yeah. It helps the song build around itself and helps you build the emotion around these songs so that yeah. when you have that vocal feature in mind, you're really going to be able to build it out. So you're going to play off that person's strength where it's going to maximize the emotional hitting of whatever song you're working on. Yeah. Both, both features were great. It was, uh, it was also really cool. Like in doing the feature, like, like some people just do like a part and then that's the end of it or whatever. And Noah like has his part and then he does these like cool accented glitchy ad libs at like the end of the song also. So he does like this full 
verse thing, which is awesome. And then it goes into the last chorus, which is like the just this big like epic thing with like different drums and whatnot. And then on like the little outro thing where I'm like, there's the the line like hell finds you everywhere being like kind of reverberated back and forth at the end of the song. And Noah is kind of like has this glitchy background vocal where it's Noah going like hell finds you hell finds you everywhere like it's it's cool i don't know it's it's sick it, it's yeah it, it's when it comes out you'll hear it but um yeah he so he didn't just do like just a verse there's like a full thematic like little like sprinkles and stuff there at the end um but yeah that song's fucking sick I, it's like by far our coolest like opener track we've ever had because um the past two records i feel like the album's just started there was it was just like the first record i think it's i think sinking me is a yeah is the first song um yeah it's just like it's just like all right here's a banger and the same thing with like our you know first record i, I it's just like here's or excuse me our second record um it's just like here's a banger at the gate this one like i was like i want to have an intro and a start to you know like a beginning theme or whatever and the song like starts out kind of slow and then it's just this like goes right into this like m- me doing these like epic loud vocals but it's, it's like more of like a story paragraph type thing i don't know it's it's fucking sick i love that song i want i i wanted it to like get like a video or whatever but then obviously doing like feature videos is really complicated and so we were like all right let's just let it stand alone but i think that song the the hell finds everywhere song is probably gonna end up as our like set opener um for like the rest of the obviously like Noah's not going to do that because he's not in our band. Um, but it's uh, well, I'll probably have Josh just sing like the feature part. But that's definitely going to be probably like the opener of our set for for a while to come. <laughs> that's going to be something that's I'm looking forward to. It not only just listening to the song and hearing it as the opener of the album, and then going into yeah. the three singles you guys have already released, but just hearing how it's going to open this album and really start out. Because I like from before listening to the singles, like "Sinking Me" was my favorite song by you guys. Oh, yeah. But then, of course, listening to the singles, I'm like, okay, let's see what's going out the singles so far. Is there anyone that sticks out to me? And for me, it's "Face to Face." That was the one that yeah. got me. Just like, cool. boom, I'm into this even more so. So I can't oh, wait wow. for the rest of the album. And just, it's going to be something that's just, uh, uh, thinking about it, instead of just opening up the, I'm like, okay, boom, here it is. It's now you're bringing people into it. You're opening it up. You're really bringing it in as this is going to be an experience. This is going to be a thing you're going to want to be a part of, not just who's ready to go fucking crazy because I am. We also like thought it was like kind of a, we were like, oh, it's sort of a flex to have like a feature on the first song, like a big feature, you know what I mean? We were like. (laughs) someone did bring up someone was like is it weird to have the first song have a feature and we were like okay this is like someone who's like a close friend of ours has been integral in like helping us make the record you know like this person has given our band like two really awesome opportunities they offered us a third thing but we they offered us to do europe as well but we could i i couldn't do it um so we couldn't do it and then uh you know this is like someone who's like 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 a part of not like a part of the band but like you know he's he's a part of our lives and he helped make the record and he's helped he's given this band like some of our biggest opportunities we've ever had so we're like of course like it's not weird at all to have a feature in the first song and it's just such a great opener song and and it's one of those things where like when people start our album like once that you know that song plays and they're just like fuck this is gonna be like an experience you know um and then the, the map feature the next song next time around that song is like obviously like, caskets is like a little bit more like us in the way it's like emotionally driven like sad slow music and that song is just like really sad and depressing and um and matt's feature on that is like both of them they just like bodied me on my own songs which is just like a theme every time we have someone like do a feature they just like make me look like shit which is hilarious um but yeah matt's feature is fucking brilliant and um i, I that also the the song with the matt feature on it that was the first song we did for the album um 
weirdly enough. Like we, I was just doing it and I was kind of like, I, I, I didn't think it was obviously going to be like the, the beginning track because it's not, Um, but I, we were doing it and I was kind of just like, I like made it like halfway through the song and I started working on something else. And then like, once I was wrapping it up, I was like, weirdly, this, I was like, this feels like a feature song to me. And <laughs> even though it was the first song, but yeah, he killed it, man. I, that's another one I can't wait to hear just because with thinking about your vocal set and what Matt's vocal set is able to bring to the table, yeah. it's when it comes to bringing out that emotion that you guys will bring out, like there's definitely a huge similarity that's going to end up happening. And from hearing caskets from their Lost Souls album, especially and along with Guiding Light, which they just recently came out with, like mm-hmm. that just brings so much more power to, if this is going to be one or more of those, you know, hard hitting, sadder songs, yeah. what's going to happen with your vocals? And then if you're saying Matt bodied you on this song, yeah. How over the top is this gonna be in terms of just hitting us as heavy as possible? So, yeah. I mean, you're you're getting me all amped up. And like, can this album come out now? Because I can't yeah, yeah, listen yeah. to the whole thing. I, I, I'm excited, and also like those two songs, like I'm really excited for. But like, those aren't like, like, it, it's kind of funny. Like my my favorite song on the album is the last one. It's called it's called All I Have Left to Give. It's me and our guitar player josh's favorite songs uh, he he wrote the instrumental for that one and it, he like almost scrapped it too he was so he does like twitch streaming and he was like doing like i'm gonna write a song on stream today and uh when we were like making the album and he just started like writing that song or whatever and halfway through he was just like yeah, i don't know if this is it i don't know if that's that sick and i was watching a stream and i texted him and i was like finish that fucking song dude i was like that shit's so sick and it's another like it's really sad but it has probably like i think it's like the best I think it's the best thousand below song we've ever made. Like it just like it, it perfectly encaptures like our sound and what at least like what I want the band to be. Like that song is in my eyes like flawless for what that I think thousand below is existing in like the you know the soundscape of just like where bands sit in the scene or whatever the fuck. Like when people are like, oh, like what does your band sound like? I I'm gonna use that as like the perfect this that I'm like this is what I want our band to be for. Um, Obviously, it's it's not like a perfect. It's not like a single or anything like that. It doesn't have that structure or whatever. But it is like definitely my best and proudest work for sure. It's sick. It's so good. <laughs> God damn. I mean, we, we like everyone's heard the singles already. That's uh, that you can. I mean, I know you guys have been playing a good amount of them live. And now we're yeah. talking about you know the Titra song. We know we're talking about next time around with Matt. And then we're now we're talking about your favorite song in the record, which is the last one. All I have left to yeah. give. Yeah. And considering it the like quintessential thousand below song up to this point, at least. Yeah. And then having it at the end of the album, it's I'm gonna be the biggest proponent of this. When it comes to the new <laughs> album from Thousand Below, this is what you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to find a time to just focus in on this album. Like yeah, no, really th- focus in that was the point. And was top like, to bottom. Just listen to yeah. it top to bottom and just get lost in it. Yeah, we want it. We didn't want it like and there's no wrong way to do records. Some bands like like doing an album where they're like, hey, let's just get 10 fucking bangers. Like I think like there's like like uh um there's like a couple bring me records that were kind of like that and again like i love it top to bottom but they're just like it's not really like this like big long connected story experience it's more just like here's 10 of the sickest songs that you're gonna hear this year which is fine but with this we were like we were like let's make this something that like you don't want to stop once you you start going you know what i mean um but uh yeah i'm I'm, i i think that like you know a, a lot of people said like our first record was a lot better than this, the second record which i think i honestly think that's true um i think in terms of like setting a story and like just like a mood and one of the second album was us being like okay can we write like rock songs and stuff like that which is fine you know like we're figuring ourselves out but i think this is going to be the one where like i think a lot of people are constantly asking like oh can thousand below beat the love you that too close you know what i mean can they beat like whatever that was just coming out the gate and i think that this is this is going to be the one where people are like 
this band is a real band. Like, like they, they are a thing, I guess. Um, yeah, and when it when it comes to those other two albums as well, because I like the first one more than the second one personally, so I'm yeah. kind of on yeah, that yeah. same. Everyone I'm does. That same <laughs> it's it's just any any band. I mean, you could come up with two albums. You know, people are gonna like one over the yeah, other. It's just which gonna is fun. happen. I mean, yeah. when you have a choice between two, you can only pick one. One's gonna exactly. get picked more than the other. Yeah. It's just gonna happen. But yeah. when it comes to this one, when it comes to this brand new album, I want to make sure I don't fuck up the name because it's just escaping my head right now. No, Give good. me a second. Hell finds you everywhere. Thank yeah, you yeah. for writing this yeah. down because I was going to lose my mind. But yeah. just really being able to understand it and just dive into it. And uh, with you guys growing as songwriters, growing as people as well, to understand really have a lot of time to work through this during yeah. the pandemic. Go from top to bottom and just fully flesh out this whole entire emotion, all the story-driven stuff that you want to drive so that it connects from one song to the next. So you get to that point where you're running through this album and you get to like song number four and you just don't want to put this down because now you're so invested into this yeah. whole entire experience. You want to know how it ends. It's like reading a good book or watching a good TV yeah. series. Listen to albums the same thing. If you're just that encapsulated with it, just let it run. Just make sure you're in a present state of mind to do it. Put your yeah. phone all the way to the side. Don't be scrolling yeah, through Twitter yeah. <laughs> or Instagram or whatnot. Don't be, you know, scrolling through TikTok while you're trying to, you know, listen up. No, just get fully immersed yeah. in it. Honestly, just go for a drive at, for like 45 minutes and just listen to this whole entire yeah. thing. You're going to be present for it the whole entire way. Yeah. We also like, you know, we spread the, like most bands will only do like one or two features or whatever. And we did do three on the record, but they're all so different from each other. And we kind of used it as like, a, it's like they're spread out. So it kind of creates this like, you know, like you hear the first song and then the first feature, you're like, all right, that was fucking sick. And then you get to Matt's thing. You're like, that was dope. And then there's like another one with this artist. Uh, uh, his name's Avi, but his, his like band is called Cult. They're from Japan. And uh, he was, uh, someone randomly told me that he was like a fan of our band and they showed me his, they're like, you would like this. And I look, I checked out Cult and I was like, this is amazing. I was like, this is so fucking good. And uh, he's on, uh, the, uh, he's on like the trippy song of the album. There's a song called Blue Roses Don't Fade. That's like this, uh, it's almost like this like disco like late night drive like it, it's it's the weirdest thing our band's ever done for sure it's not like a regular thousand blow song it's like it's like almost like dancey like you can almost like dance to it and uh there's like a kind of like lightly like almost like edm ish like build and a, and a dance drop type thing i don't know how to describe it but it's also sad at the same time and then um so his thing is like he does the last minute of the song and then a half of his feature is like in japanese also it's sick it's like yeah <laughs> which again like it's just like we wanted all the features to be like good and unique and like have some interesting texture to it and um and he hit me up when he was doing the feature he's like hey do you mind if i do part of it in japanese i was like dude you're like from japan like of course that's <laughs> I was like, you live there, like, of course you can do that, like, flex, bro, do your thing. Um, but uh, yeah, he speaks fluent English, Italian, and Japanese, and uh, he's like a really cool, interesting person. His band is so fucking good too. But um, yeah, his feature is awesome. It's like, it's like me doing this like trippy singing stuff over this like disco-y, almost like dancey, almost EDM-ish song, and then like it does has the drop. And then like he comes in at the end, and he's like, he does like sort of, he's like the nothing nowhere of japan sort of like he like kind of raps a little bit okay. so he's like rapping in japanese and then doing this like loud singing and so it's it's so cool man it's fun it's fucking sick 
All right. The thing I've kept thinking about the whole entire time during this was I remember right before, like right when the album was announced, maybe it was like a week afterwards, good old yeah. Mr. Alan Harrington on Twitter was talking about, you know, all the, all the albums is coming out with like album of the year. And it was when it comes to late release for 2022, he's like, there's nothing else on the, on the schedule right now. Nothing. But thousand yeah. below's record might be a thing yeah. that leaps into the top 10 out of nowhere yeah. at the end of the year. I mean, now that we're talking about it now that I mean, we've heard the single so far, we're talking about the titular song, which features. No, we're talking about yeah. Matt's uh, feature. We're talking about your, uh, your friend in cults feature. And then now yeah. we're talking about all I have left to give with being the quintessential thousand below song. Yeah. Um, yeah, he might be like, he might've brought that up, but now I'm like, I'm starting to absolutely believe it just yeah. from this. Like, this is nuts. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling energized, but it's like, we, you guys might just overtake this. <laughs> we, we also want, like, we wanted, like, we wanted the album to come out on this tour. Obviously like, we we're like, this is the biggest club tour of like, fall right like that you know, there's no one else that's like doing numbers like this in these type of bands um so we're like this is the perfect stage to drop this record obviously and then we also realized we're like yo let's have it be like quite literally the last release of the year so it's just like like people you know there is this there is music industry shut down at the end of the year where like pretty much everyone that works in the music industry goes on vacation from like december 14th to like january 10th it's like three weeks of like no one responds to a fucking email no one will help you with anything but we were like hey Let's just have our album be the last thing that comes out this year. And people will just like, and you know, it's like the holidays, it's cold, you know, like uh, daylight saving times kick back in. So it's fucking dark early. Everyone has like seasonal depression and shit, you know, like we were like, let's have this be the thing, like the most, like the last thing that drops on the state in like the center stage of the scene while the holidays is like kicking in and like, and there's not going to be nothing else coming out for the next like three weeks. So it's kind of like, the way we viewed it, you know, like uh, our, our manager was kind of like, hey, I don't know if that's the best idea because of like industry shutdown. And we were like, no, dude, like nothing else is going to like come and like steal the thunder. It's not going to be like we drop and then a week later, some other bands, you know, it's like we are the last thing that comes out bef before the holidays. So I think it's just going to give people like at least like a month to really sink in with the album um so yeah that was like a by design thing we're pretty excited about that <laughs> another thing that adds to it too is again given the tour they were on with bad omens with how massive a tour this is i'm not gonna say it's you know the biggest club tour of you know the fall of this year i'm saying yeah. it's the biggest club tour of this year given just yeah. how yeah. massive it is how impactful it is and just how much people are just diving into this thing and yeah. people are trying to find tickets in the resale market and they're even having trouble doing that yeah you can't <laughs> but the <laughs> biggest the thing is with you guys coming out with it on that day too is yeah it's towards the end of the tour but at that point in time i mean you guys it's like right around i think it's right around those new york dates and i think that isn't bad omens doing like a stream of their set during that like yeah like, i, I think set. we're so, doing it also i think we're also having like uh the live stream thing i don't exactly i'm pretty sure i'm pretty i remember seeing something about that and it just so it just adds so much more too because now it's like okay people are being able to live stream this thing they're able to see you guys the internet's able to see you guys they're able to see how these songs are going to perform and how they're going to perform alongside the crowd as well and it's going to be continually in the mindset of fans so it it's weird where it's like yeah could it be a little bit tough because it's coming out right down that industry shutdown time maybe but just given all the circumstances leading up to it it puts you guys in the perfect position to release that album so that when people are going into the shutdown period, people are going to the end of 22, people are going to Christmas, New Year's, all that stuff. Yeah. The focus is going to be on, you know, what was best for the all of 2022 and your album is fresh, but it's continually in their yeah. minds going forward. Also a lot, I kind of, okay. So there's a lot of like music industry theories of like people that work in the music industry that are theories that people have that I like disagree with. And some people are like, Oh, like, you know, like don't put out your album at that time. Like it's like 
the industry shutdown happens for a reason. No one's going to be doing you any favors. And it's like, I'm more of the mindset of nothing else is coming out after it. So people are going to sit with it. And then the other thing like, oh, people get distracted by the holidays. It's like, bro, on the holidays, you're like, you know, people take the most time off work. People listen to music the most of the time driving around in their car. You know, they're like driving to the mall, buying gifts, going to family functions. You know, like it's time off. It's like it's free time. And music is something that people consume leisurely. It's not like a, it's like a scheduled work type thing. So I was like, dude, this is like the best time to drop a record. And again, you know, it's cold, dark, seasonal depression, <laughs> like, like all that, all that type of shit. So I, I don't know. I think, um, I, I think it's like the perfect storm of like, like success for us, like on being on this big ass fucking tour that we are just like, so, so blessed to be on and be able to put the record out there. That's so many people that are going to find out about it. The timing, you know, like I, I, again, I could be wrong. I don't think any bands have anything coming out in December. I haven't seen a single, um, like announcement of anything. I think there's a couple bands dropping like, I know it was like a week ago, I think. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I think I think we kind of have the the stage set for us for the next few weeks. So yeah, I think the last big release date was the 18th because that was like, I think we had like those of the Day Disturbed dropped their album. Yes. Uh, Friends yeah. of St. The Canvas dropped their album and I absolutely love that one. So I want to give a shout out to them. But when it comes to like anything else going on, like, I couldn't think, like, if you ask me for another album that's coming out through the rest of the year, at the point where we're recording this right before Thanksgiving, I couldn't give you one outside of yours. Yeah. Like, it's it's stuck in my head. And I do understand where people are coming from, where it's just like, you know, looking at, like, what happens after you release the album with the industry shut down, it does seem like, you know, not the best thing, but you're playing it to where, yeah, nothing else is coming out, so what else are people going to be able to latch on to that's yeah. new? But the biggest key for that is something that you said, where take a look at what's happening leading up to it is... Is what's leading up to it able to, you know, push that to the point where when it releases, this is going to be the focus on people's minds. This yeah. massive tour is that big thing, especially yeah. with how big it is. It's the perfect storm for it. And again, so, it's it, there it is. And people can only listen to Mariah Carey's Christmas music yeah, for so yeah. long before going mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm hoping like, you know, people work in like retail or something like that. You know, they'll be like, yo, I'm going to put something else on, you know, like, uh, and I, I don't know. I just think it's like the perfect setup of us just being like, here is the album. And it's like, the you know, it's uh, I in my head, I'm like, oh, we're fucking super geniuses. You know, this is great. Also, like, it's kind of cool. I, I Obviously, like you can always argue as time goes on, it's technically the biggest every day is the biggest your band has ever been. Right. Because there's growth, there's growth, there's growth. But um, in terms of us like announcing this whole thing, I've never seen so much like Internet response of like wanting and waiting for us to drop something ever like i i kind of i went back and like scrolled through like our old our social posts of when we were announcing gone in your wake and stuff like that and it was just like the interaction was like a fraction of what we're getting right now so i think we're all and again we've been touring for a long time now the band's existed for a minute so i think that this is like our time to where like things are gonna cut it's just gonna come together i feel like everything's just gonna like lock in right when this album drops when the tour like the tour is gonna end the album's gonna be out gonna sink in and then um we have another tour which like i i can talk about this now given the the time frame that this is coming out but um we're going on tour with nothing more and crown empire in april so uh yeah pretty pretty excited about that it's gonna be fucking stoked so the album will have like set in by then um and we also like as of like a month ago we started working on a couple singles or excuse me a month before the tour we work started working on a couple singles with um josh gilbert the bass player of spirit box he like produces stuff so we're like already working on new music so we might like have a new song out on that nothing more tour as well so like it's just going to be like we have like fall for the record to sit in so we have like you know december january february 
March, and then like beginning of April, we'll probably drop like another song. Like that's like you know after like four months of the record sitting in. So um yeah, it's just like good. It's all good shit right now for for Dazzle Blue. I feel like I feel like this is where it's gonna click. You know. I mean, just given the trajectory of where you guys have been on since you know since the tour starts, since the album got announced. Yeah. And now the fact that I'm going to have to make sure my April is going to be somewhat open so that <laughs> yeah. I can make sure I hit one of those days because yeah. seeing nothing more live and seeing Crown the Empire live, very, 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 very fun time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'll be I, able I, to put you guys on there too? Yeah. Ooh. It was like such like a, like, wait, we don't really know anyone in nothing more or whatever. It was just like a, kind of like a homie favor from the owner of our label. He knows person that books them and he was in contact with them and uh it was like we like almost didn't get the tour it was like a last second i know i know that the slot got offered to i think a couple other people that for whatever reason said no and uh, i know it's going to be like a big tour it was just like there was just like little like like last minute disagreements or whatever and uh we got the slot at like the last second now and we just figured that out like a couple days ago we were like fuck yeah um and obviously like when this comes out i think that will already be public information hopefully uh yeah because i yeah, to given the 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 we're announcing that probably two days before when, whenever this is supposed to come out, so we're square. Oh, perfect! Thank God, because if yeah, you're not, then I'm yeah. like I'm gonna have to edit this thing <laughs> out, and then it's gonna be weird. Yeah, but... I mean, even if it does, I like who fucking cares? Everyone just be like, "You're in trouble, Jimmy." Whatever, like, okay. <laughs> be like, fine. okay, whatever. But it yeah. seems like with everything that's going on with you guys, it seems like everything's just happening. Everything's coming together, so you need to get like that. Uh, Go back to the 80s, watch the 80s, and just yeah. get a cigar in your mouth. Like, I love it when a plan comes together. Dude, literally, yeah, it's like <laughs> exact, exactly that, man. It's like, uh, and then also, like, on top of that, too, we, like, are just now, for the first time ever, getting booked, like, uh, a little bit in, like, the festival circuit. You know, like, I don't know too much about the festival world, world or whatever, but we already have, like, two big festival offers for next year. It's like, it's all these things are moment are momentum based. Like being in a band is just it's like the snowball. Like you start the band and it's this tiny little fucking chunk of snow, and it grows a little bit, a little bit, and all of a sudden like it gets big and big, and all of a sudden it just starts barreling down the hill. And it, you know that's all of our friends in bigger bands. That's how they tell us that it works. And it's I feel like we're about to start really picking up some some snow, if you will. So it's like the snowball's big enough and the hill is steep enough where you guys yeah. are just gonna start rolling and it was well and kind of like think about it too is you guys already just got kicked down the hill with this whole entire tour with how yeah. massive yeah. it is with how many people you're connecting with every single night. All yeah. of a sudden the album's gonna drop now things are gonna pick up speed, pick up some more snow. So by the time you know twenty twenty three hits or by the time you know maybe twenty twenty four rolls around all of a sudden your snowball is ends up knocking over a bunch of other things in the way. Like there's yeah, a snowman in the way <laughs> trying to stop and it's just like no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it just feels like it's good. It's like like every couple days, and and on, since this tour started, I've just woken up to like good news or some cool thing, like a dope text from our agent or something like that or whatever. And then even just like being on this tour that we're on right now, like it was just like it's like such a blessing in the way that like the tour was originally booked as three bands, and then like Bad Omens like carved out the the fourth slot for us, like just as like a homie favor. You know, we were you know, we're friends, and we we're like, hey. You know, we want to be a part of this, but we're going to put out an album on the tour. Like, you know, like whatever, whatever, if there's that last little gap of like five, 10, 20, 30 tickets need to be sold. Like we will fill that, you know what I mean? And so they like that, you know, as like a homie favor carved out that fourth slot for us at last second too. It was like the tour was, was already booked and whatnot. It was like about to get announced and we like hit them up and they were like, all right, yeah, like get in here. We're like, all right, let's do it, dude. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's just, I just feel like we, we, we also like consequently, um uh, opposite 
of like what's happening in the past like few months and in the in the upcoming future. I feel like the band has been kind of unlucky. Like we had a lot of opportunities slip through our gaps. We had a couple people leave the band. We had like a couple bad like just unlucky things with agents and and like like management and stuff. Just like a, a million things went wrong. Uh, we made a lot of like like what I would consider like very large business mistakes. Just things that were just like astronomical fuck ups that we should like never have done but you, you know you live and you learn mm-hmm. so i feel like things the scale has kind of bounced back to like you know it's all it's all coming up w's right now so and let's let it keep coming up w's right now yes. because <laughs> you guys have gone through enough of the bad luck stuff let, let's let the yeah. good luck stuff just keep rolling. Yeah, let's man. let that snowball roll down the hill and all those bad decisions that you made in the past those bad decisions all those uh, you know, bad luck things. Those would be yeah. those snowmen there at the bottom of the hill that that snowball's gonna end up crushing, yeah, and basically <laughs> absorbing. <laughs> yeah. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be winter violence. Yeah, dude. yeah, <laughs> seasonal depression, winter snowball violence. Yeah, that's and a, that, that that might cure seasonal depression if you guys are feeling it at any point. Yeah, just seeing that snowball just keep going and going and going. I mean, yeah, man, it's gotta happen. Well, man, yeah. as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, because I know it's your day off, I want to make yeah, sure you yeah. get going. No, I appreciate it. Wait, we're just we're gonna keep driving, keep trekking towards uh, Minneapolis, and then uh, you know coming to you. So <laughs> hell yeah! So as we bring it to conclusion, one thing I was like to do is give you who my who's my guest a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of the episode. So James, the floor is yours. Um. Okay. Pretty much like. So everyone checking this out, just give Hell Finds You Everywhere a listen. It's the best thing we've ever done. Um, it's fucking great and then also just the super super mega heartfelt thank you to bad omens for everything that they have like just like offered to us and given to us like that band has given us so many opportunities and just the fact that we get to be on this tour and playing to all their awesome fans is like the sickest thing ever so um yeah that's pretty much it check out the record and thank you noah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that that is that's a great point yeah. just you know check out yeah, the record man. and also give those give the thanks to bad ones and also thank you no yeah. but now it's time for me to yes. have this podcast with three specific things so hell finds <laughs> you everywhere by a thousand below comes out on december 9th you're not gonna want to miss out on this if you listen to this conversation all you're gonna be like oh or even saw them play live on no. the Kyger Juncture, like, oh my god, I must listen to this whole entire thing. And you're gonna want to follow along with them on all their social media because yeah, this snowball just keeps building, building, building. You wanna follow along with all this stuff, you wanna know what happens, and then you know, crown the empire, nothing more to her. You wanna get tickets for that as well. You're gonna want to buy some merch as well to support these guys because that sounds like a good idea. How are you gonna do that? <laughs> Description of the podcast, like find thousand below online. There'll be links for all their socials, links where you can watch YouTube videos, links where you can stream the new album, links where you can find them online and where you can get tickets and get merch. Links will be there. Labels will be there. All you have to do is click the link, go, and you are set ready to go. So go make sure you do that because I'm making sure I do that too if I haven't already, which I probably should have, but if I haven't, I'm making sure I do it. <laughs> All right, now time for number two, James. I guest on the podcast. I enjoy having the podcast. I tend to make a certain promise as a way to say, one, thank you for taking the time to be on the podcast, and two, I would like to continue to support the band in any way I can. And everyone pretty much hits on this, and this is a no-brainer that you hit on this. And funny enough, I can actually give you like a day of when I can make this promise come true, which will be two days (laughs) after we record this episode, because I will be seeing you guys perform live with Make Them Suffer, Day Seeker, and Bad Omens. So James, on that day, because I'll be at the show supporting you guys, supporting the whole entire tour, my promise to you is this. I got to find you at some point because first round's on me. Let's go, man. I'm down. I, 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 do you like uh, green tea shots? Have you ever had one of those? I never have. 
it's a uh, it's jameson peach schnapps and then either they do a little bit of like sweet and sour mix or like sprite and it's like cold it's fucking amazing we'll have one of those they're great well <laughs> we'll do it after you're set if you get like run back to the merch table or something i'll run back there i'll find it'll be like yes we're doing this because i yeah. think if i'm correct where they're gonna set up your merch table is gonna be literally right by the bar amazing love that so we're already Convenient. set right here ready to go <laughs> there it's just perfect streamlining that's awesome the perfect streamline of it. Well, James, as we bring this fully to inclusion, I cannot say goodbye for a number of reasons. One, man, from recording this, I'm going to see you in two days. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Ain't goodbye. We'll, Secondly, we'll I don't want this to be the only time we ever do a podcast, man. I would love to have you back on in the future. Yeah. So this can't be goodbye, my friend. This has to be. <laughs> I'll see you later. All right. well, well, folks, that was my interview with James the Band. Thousand Below once again. Thousand Below has their brand new album coming out on December 9th called Hell Finds You Everywhere. So you're going to want to go make sure you're listening to that when it comes out. Yes, I know this episode's coming out the day before it comes out. So if you're listening on the day of this release of the episode, yeah, go pre-save it. If you're not, just go listen to it right now and make sure you listen to it from top to bottom and really get into it because you're going to like it. So go script for the podcast as Find Thousand Ball Online. You can follow along with them on other social media platforms. You can watch YouTube videos. You can stream the album, listen to them, buy them, download them, buy some merch from the band. And of course, tour with nothing more and crown the empire coming up you want to get tickets for that Ooh, yeah go to the description of the podcast it's right there for you oh yeah get those tickets because you know i'm going to be there for one of those dates i can't say no to that so please go to the please go sport thousand below because their snowball just keeps getting bigger and bigger and it's going faster and faster down that hill you're gonna want to join in on that also make sure you're subscribed to the corporate Russia podcast um you can follow us on social media facebook twitter instagram and tiktok please hit that subscribe button if you're on youtube watching these interviews or you know if you're just listening Spotify, podcast radio amazon or any other place where you're streaming this podcast go and hit that subscribe button because it helps us out tremendously think of it as like a merry christmas kevin gift if you haven't already subscribed if you already subscribed a gigantic thank you to you because we're just going to keep rolling and having a good time with this i also want to thank fnx fitness for sponsoring this podcast 20 percent off and types off using the code CPP20 at checkoutfxfit.com. Thank you guys at Phoenix Fitness. And again, I want to thank James from Thousand Below for coming on the podcast. This was a lot of fun. This is very insightful, and we just had a great time, man. And by the time this podcast hits, I've already seen that show live. Like, we literally shot this one two days before I was going to see that show. It was going to be a throwdown. I can't wait. But by the time this comes out, I already have done it, so... Woo! Alrighty, that's gonna be it for me, guys. Thank you for watching, listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one of the big, healthy, and hearty. See ya! Yeah!